Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and this is episode 80. And this and today is Wednesday, July 5th, 2017. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Carl Bird. What's going on, everybody? Yeah, so uh, happy post-4th of July. So I guess everyone uh, went out, had cookouts, watched fireworks. Or if you were me, you stayed home, watched movies, and chilled out. How sad. That's not sad, man. That's that's just I'm just chilling. You spent your entire Fourth of July just at home. No, not 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 my entire Fourth of July. I spent most of it. I was at home, just chilling, just catching up on some old movies. You know, catching up on some Netflix. Then I went over to a friend of the show Jen's house, got some good baked macaroni and cheese and some barbecue chicken. That's it. Only two things. Yeah. Sure she, damn, she could have made more. I'm sure she made more than that. Yeah, no, that that was it. But it was really good though. Oh, okay. Hey, man, yeah, can't hate on can't hate on home cooking though, you know. No, you're right. You're yeah, I right. actually, well, I had some car trouble, so I'm get, hopefully I can get that worked on today. And then I um end up going to my cousin's house, and he had a lot of nice little shit dig. So I ate a lot. Took a couple of to go plates home. Okay, just one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but um, then came yeah came home, caught up in uh, what's gonna be going on with me. Um, I'll let y'all know that in a bit once we get into it. But um, other than that, it was pretty. It was pretty well decent. I was able to see fireworks mm-hmm. from my window because everybody in the neighborhoods lighting them up. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard a lot of them just go off all around. Oh yeah, you're not gonna. Fourth of July is over, and you're still gonna be hearing them. Oh yeah, that's true. You know, pretty much all throughout the month of July and August. Pretty much, yeah, because people go in, so they gotta rent. They gotta use their stacks. You know, their stash. Yeah, indeed. So, yeah, once again, we're on uh, Facebook Live, Codex Prime Podcast. So uh, anybody out there watching, I know it's we're in the middle of Wednesday afternoon. I know people are at work, but if you can sneak around, sneak some time in, hey, we, we would welcome you on our feed. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Bird, what have you been up to, man? Okay, well, not really much. Uh, I started watching the uh, latest uh, Netflix series called Glow, which was uh, great, created by, uh, and I want to say directed by uh, Jenji Cohen. It's, be- it's loosely based on the uh, 80s, the, uh, 80s uh, wrestling promotion, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, and how mm-hmm. it got its start, which is, I mean, the way it's portrayed, I, can't really, I don't really know too much on um, Gorgeous, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. I knew it was syndicated in some areas uh, back in the day. Yeah. But, um, no, I think, it was actually, I think it was on ESPN. I want to say it was on ESPN, but don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. But um, the Netflix, it, it's actually, it was, it's not bad. It's not Orange is the New Black good, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's cool. It's you know, it's cool. It's very um, nostalgic because it's set in the '80s and it's it's as '80s as you can get. Okay. I mean, I'm looking at rotary phones and shit. Oh wow! And and who's in it? Who's starring in the show? Um. Allison Brie, who's the main character in you? Oh man, I, why'd you have to ask me that? Now hmm. I gotta freaking look. Well, I, I know that um, Mark Marin, he plays one of the. I think, I think he plays a promoter of Glow on the show. I if believe I'm not so. He, wait, yeah, yeah, he plays Sam, the director. Okay. So yeah, Allison Brie, Betty Gilpin, Sidel Noel, and there was actually a couple of wrestlers that was in there. Um, John Morrison has a short part in there. Brodus Clay, Carlito. Um, uh-huh. Alex Riley plays a wrestler named Steel Horse mm-hmm. <laughs> that nice. one of them kind of have falls in lust with. Okay, I love lust. All right, all right. That's what's uh, it. Was actually a pretty funny moment. Um, the wrestlers. Oh, and um, 
Kia Stevens, who was known in TNA as Awesome Kong and oh, had yeah. a very short stint with the WWE as Karma. Yeah. She was one of the surprise she was a surprise entrance in the Royal Rumble one year. Mm-hmm. That same year. So she was in it and then she had the little emotional breakdown in the ring if you remember yeah yeah because she was pregnant because she was pregnant but yeah she was in it she's in the she's in the show as well and the rest and the cast was actually trained to be wrestlers by chavo guerrero oh wow yeah so you can actually see like the gym that they train in it's called chavo's gym Mm. so and then and then at the end of one of the episodes they gave a little memorial to chavo guerrero senior Mm -hmm. chavo classic yeah so um yeah, I mean, I definitely recommend it, especially if you love that 80s nostalgia um, and, you know, decent soundtrack, all 80s as you, all 80s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I definitely recommend you um, watch that. You'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. If not, let us know. Podcast at, eg, at gmail.com. Okay, cool. So, like, like, how, like how was the uh, in-ring action? Like, how was that depicted? Was it? It's amateur-like, but you can tell, like, you know, because they all started. They didn't know anything, so it's mm-hmm. like... You're not gonna go in there and just automatically know how to do drop kicks and take bumps and stuff. You can yeah. tell like it's the early stages, mm-hmm. so they're really like starting to learn, but they're pretty much getting it. You know, they got the bumps somewhat intact. So I mean, and um, a couple of other moves. It, it's more for the show, more for like the drama of the show. So it's not. Like, I'm not expecting them to be like 100% trained professionals, but you can tell like they're just. They're getting their early starts, and if it's if the show is renewed for a season two, you, I'm sure they will get better within time. Okay, yeah, that's that's a, that's a show that I'll definitely check out. Yeah, you know. ten ten half hour episodes. Oh, nice. So you, you definitely can get through it within a day. Oh yeah, I, I totally can. Yeah, yeah, you don't go nowhere. Yeah. Come on, man. I live life too. But somewhat. Uh, yeah. Hey, somewhat is better than not. But uh, like, so Glow is like a more of a fictionalized version of. Yes. Okay. Yes, it's based on the real Glow, but it's just it, it, it's like I, I I give it like the Forrest Gump treatment. Okay. Like yeah, it's it's historical fiction. Okay, I got you. Nice. I will check that out. Definitely do that. And then a quick album review of Jay Z's latest release, um, Four Forty Four. Am I gonna call it a hip hop classic? Not yet. Mm-hmm. Already certified platinum within the week that has been out. Man. But it's really good. It's mm. age appropriate hip hop. Me being in my thirties, I can watch it. I can listen to it. Mm. I've actually listened to it all weekend. Oh no. Like I this is the first time like other albums I'll listen to I'll give it a like a listen or two, mm. three tops if I really like it. But I've this has been nonstop in my car. Wow, man. Since I had to get title. See. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, see, I really want to listen to this album because okay. I've heard I've heard a lot of great buzz about it. Do you have Sprint? I don't have Sprint. Yeah, you screwed. Yeah. I it's mean, a Sprint title um, partnership. Yeah. I'm not going to sign up for title. Um, hopefully, Jay will. Title is good. I will say that I... You know, I went through the other catalogs as well. Like, first of all, that's the only way you can stream Jay Z music. Wow, it's not even on YouTube. Oh yeah, his music's not even on YouTube. So, mm. like, that's the only way you can um, stream Jay Z's music. And also, um, there, you know, there's other songs because there are, are there are artists who have exclusive content to title. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the only way. If you want to stream it, that's the only way you'll be able to listen to it. Okay. 
Um, hopefully he'll release a a hard copy, a CD of it. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he will. Like he did the same the same thing was with uh, Magna Carta. Yeah. Where like it was only a Samsung Galaxy exclusive. Oh wow. I hacked around it and listened to it on an iPhone. Nice. So there's oh there's always ways somebody will post a link. Mm-hmm. You just gotta catch it, listen to it right then and there. Okay. Now. Now I did read um, some. Uh, I went on Genius.com and I read lyrics from his album 444, mm-hmm. and apparently he's uh, he talked about some pretty pretty uh, interesting stuff. Like for yeah, example, he, he actually confessed. Yeah, he basically confessed to his infidelities that Beyonce put out on uh, her Lemonade album. Mm. Um, he explained his side of the story to the infamous elevator situation with Solange. Mm-hmm. Um, Where Solange went ham on him. Yeah, but no. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Jay Z did the right thing in that elevator situation. And not hit back. Oh, true, yeah. Like, the dude's worth, like, half a billion dollars. Like, you mm-hmm. got, I mean, you can't squander that off by yeah. hitting back, you know. He did the right, he did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Now, as far, and also, um, the album actually explains, like, how, okay, it's cool. He's making it sound cool to buy a house, get your credit, mm-hmm. um, um Start a family and all that. It's it's age appropriate. I don't expect something like that from like little Uzi Vert or any of the mumble rappers that are out right now. Yeah. Um I expect that from a 40, 47 year yeah. old Jay Z. Mm-hmm. You know, and the album's still good. It's still it's the it's good quality music. It's great quality hip hop that people in our gener our generation, the thirty plus yeah, the thirty plus would greatly yeah. appreciate. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, um, find a way to get it. Yeah, I will. I will try to find a way to get it, or patiently wait for the hard copy. Yeah, um, I'm sure it's. I'm pretty sure it's definitely gonna go out. What's going on, Kyle, Angelina, and Cowboy Bill? Hey, welcome to the show, guys. Yeah, you know, like, cause you know, I always thought like. I kind of fell off on listening to hip hop in in the last uh, like four, five years or so. Cause, I, you know, I understand. Yeah, because you know, for me, like hip hop, it kind of like the older I get, the more I real, realize hip hop is like a young person's genre. In in most respects, in some respects, there is there's age appropriate hip hop there. Mm-hmm. Like for our age, you know, instead of just Jay Z, you know, sticking to all the older stuff, you can still listen to J Cole, mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar. Um, Wale, hmm. you know, just to name a few, there are, okay. there are, you know, there are age appropriate artists out there. So you can't just really, you can't really, you can't really listen to the radio. Yeah. Cause true. they're gonna, they're gonna, their demographic is for the younger audience. There are, they do play some of those songs by those aforementioned artists, but like, yeah, you got, you have to stick to what's appropriate for you. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, if, you, if I was DJing a party, I mean, I play a lot of the younger stuff because obviously I DJ. Yeah. But if you're gonna come up to me being thirty, being thirty two, thirty three years old, I'm like, hey, can you play that song, Roly, Roly, Roly? I'm like, I'm gonna look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, and I, that has happened before. Oh wow, that's yeah, that's kind of sad. But okay, all right, yeah. So I'll, I'll definitely check out for this album. Um, any other uh, things? That's pretty yeah. much all I've been up to. Um, okay. What about yourself? Yeah, man, I just been uh. Just been uh, catching up on some older movies, um, as as per usual. Um, I've also uh, caught two new movies uh, that I highly recommend people check out because they're they're really awesome. Um, one movie I do recommend checking out. It's in theaters now. Came out last week. It's uh, Baby Driver. Is it good? It's awesome. 
Ba- uh, Baby Driver. It's a film uh, written and directed by Edgar Wright, who also directed uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Okay. As well as uh, you know, The World's End, Hot Fuzz, and Shaun of the Dead. And this movie is just, just it's just fantastic. It's like a, it's a it's an awesome action comedy. And, All right. Um, it stars this kid uh, Ansel Ansel Elgort as this as a kid named Baby, who's like this getaway driver for criminals, and um, he suffers from uh, tinnitus. So he always has this like l- l- this ringing in his ear, which he suffered like when his parents died in a car crash when he was yeah. like young, and so to drown it out, he's he's always listening to music in his headphones and his earbuds, and so it's like the whole movie is like a constant stream of like a, a, a of an awesome soundtrack like from like the eighties and and nineties and so forth, and what's really cool is that. The editing of the film is awesome because, like, uh, a lot of the action scenes are kind of timed in tune with the beats and the melodies of the music that he's listening to. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like there's like a lot of like interesting visual gags to the music too. So it's like it's it's a movie that definitely would would benefit from another viewing just to pick out all the little like uh, little gags and and visual gags and whatnot. Yeah. Um, also, Kevin Spacey is in it. Is in it. He plays like the, this guy named Doc, who's like this. Uh, the head of this little small ti- small time group of criminals just pulling off heists and whatnot. Okay. And he's just and uh, and baby, he's just like an awesome getaway driver. Like there's some really cool car chases in here in this in this film. And uh, uh, Jamie Foxx is in it too. He plays a sociopath named uh, <laughs> named Bats. And what is it? Uh, Bats. Bats. Yeah, like he's just a sociopath. Like like when you see him, like when he when he enters the room, the vibe just changes because it's like, oh shit, what's he gonna say now, man? <laughs> And then John Hamm is in it too. He's he's pretty cool. Uh, and um, what's his face? Uh, John Berthold. He was in it for like a cameo. Just like that's the, it. Yeah, just. In the I think beginning. I seen him in the. I seen him in the trailer. Yeah. So I thought he. I thought he was gonna have like much more of a dominant role, but it's, yeah. that's it. Just yeah, cameo. Ju- yeah, just a cameo. He's in. He's there for the opening heist. Was he Frank Castle? Uh, nah. He, Damn it. Yeah, he he had a bunch of tattoos though. Was but he Shane? No, not really. Okay, yeah. he's dead anyway. But who? yeah, <laughs> he's he's kind of wild, you know. But uh, it's it's an awesome movie. Like, the, and the soundtrack is great too. It has a bunch of uh, a bunch of great uh, tunes on there. For example, like the song called "Bell Bottoms" with a uh, John Spencer Blues Explosion. Okay. Uh, songs from uh, even they have a song from uh, from Young MC. <laughs> Bust a move. Not Bust a move. It's a song called Know How. Okay. Um, they have a uh, uh, Queens on there. Their song Brighton Rock. Right. Like a bunch of like a uh, like 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 eighties like uh, and even seventies like rock uh, classic rock tunes and and it, and they all sound really cool. They all fit the tone of the movie. So even though like I'm not well versed in like classic rock, I was still jammed to the soundtrack. In fact, I even I even have it on Spotify. Oh, you made a Spotify playlist or somebody else uh, did some, the work for you? Yeah, somebody else did. I just, oh, okay, even better. Yeah, I just they type, did the same thing with Luke Cage. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I just I gotta in. send you that. Though. Yeah, send me that. Yeah, because okay. I gotta listen to that. But yeah, it's 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 exciting. It's got an awesome soundtrack. It's, if you're a fan of great action comedies, and it's, and it's hilarious as hell too. Is so. it for the vulva rubbing, mouth breeding? Come, come, let's I can uh, never finish. I can never finish it. That's it's, your it's, thing. It's not for the popcorn munching mouth breathers. I mean, although there's plenty for that kind of crowd. But you know, if you're if you're into like just a funny action comedy with a great soundtrack and just like nice performances, and it's like a nice little. It's a little, you know, romantic comedy. Got a little bit of that in there too. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and some killer heists. Hey, check it out, Baby Driver. It's it's awesome film by Edgar Wright. That's a film people should see instead of that shitty ass Transformers movie, whatever it's called. I've heard good things about that movie. No, uh, no, Transformers is trash, man. You just don't like it. You just don't like fun. 
I like fun. That's why I just talked about Baby Driver. Baby Driver is awesome. That's a fun okay, movie. Okay, all, right, all right, all right. I'll give you this. Yeah. You're coming out of your shell a little bit. What do you mean I'm coming out of my shell? What do you mean? You're starting to you know, enjoy fun movies. I've always enjoyed fun movies. Mad Max Fury Road, that's a okay. fun-ass movie. All right. Die Hard, Demolition Man, um, Lord of the Rings. Still have yet to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah shame on you, man. Sorry. I'm pulling you. Break that. Yo, I told, I told you. I said this. I, I was breakdancing. Breakdancing took a lot of my time. Oh, if sure. Kyle Chapman is still watching, he could tell you. All right, all right, all right. Well, that's, that's that's no excuse. I mean, I mean, the, the the series the series has been around since the Lord of the Rings since two thousand one, though. Yeah, that's when I was heavily into it. Yeah, but it's twenty seventeen. You can get into it now. I'll let you borrow my blue. Eventually, eventually, I'll get it. But I just, all right, I'm not in a rush. Yeah, yeah. You need to check your nerd card, son. But uh, I mean, nothing wrong with my nerd card. Yeah, Mister. I haven't seen Harry Potter. I had no interest in watching Harry Potter. Yeah, you're missing out, though. And not to mention South Park ruining when they did their Lord of the Rings episode. I'm much more lean towards Lord of the Rings than I am Harry Potter. Okay, that that's fine. Yeah, just because of that South Park episode, you can't you can't let one episode of South Park. But, oh, have you seen it? Have you seen that episode? No. Oh, it's hilarious. You got to see it. All right, I'll I'll see it. I mean, because I like South Park, but man, you know, you you, you got to get your life, man. Lord My of the life's Rings. Street. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but yeah, uh, check out Baby Driver. Awesome movie. Um, I also checked out another film, which is on Netflix, which I highly recommend. It's called Okja, O-K-J-A. All right. And that's directed by Boong Jong-ho. He's a, a South Korean filmmaker. He directed um, Snowpiercer mm-hmm. with uh, Chris Evans, which is an awesome f- movie, too. And uh, Okja, it's this, uh, it's this movie. Um, it's like a science fiction movie, uh, and it stars uh, Tilda Swinton, who's like this uh, kooky CEO of this, uh, this company. Why does that name sound familiar? Uh, she played uh, the Ancient One in Doctor Strange. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tilda Swinton, she plays this uh, woman named Lucy Miranda, who's like this uh, CEO of this Miranda Co- Miranda Corporation, which they basically they, they found a way to, to genetically engineer a super pig, like this hippopotamus-sized pig. Um, it kind of looks like a cross between a hippopotamus and a pig, and like they basically breed them to for meat. So they, slaw, they breed so them. So it's a pigopotamus. Yeah, it's a pigopotamus. Right. Good, good one right there. Yeah. So they, they slaughter these pigopotamuses, <laughs> and you know they slaughter them for meat, and they, you know sell them. And, you know they kind of like it's like genetically engineered food and whatnot. And uh, there's this uh, one this one ten year old girl uh, named Mija who lives with her grand grandfather in South Korea in the mm-hmm. wilderness, and she's raising her super pig. She's like she's grew up with this pig like since she was born, and um, one of the representatives from the this corporation comes to take the pig away. Right. And uh, she, she, she's not having any of that, so she actually goes on a quest to get her pig back. And she runs into this, uh, this animal, animal rights, this animal liberation group, which, uh, which uh, they, come, they come in and they also help her out as well. And Jake Gyllenhaal is in it too. He plays like, he plays like this, um, this weird zoologist who's like, kind of like Steve Irwin, okay. but crazier. Um, like it's, I don't think you can get any more crazier than Steve Irwin, God rest his soul. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. Um, and Stephen Yoon from The Walking Dead is in it too. He plays one. Good, of- good. I yeah. like seeing people. I like seeing actors from like my favorite shows that are no longer here or like their characters get killed off. Of. Mm-hmm. I like to see them get work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just always. I don't know. I just it makes me happy to see that they're still working. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and Stephen Yoon was pretty good in this too. 
Um, Paul Dano's in it too. He plays like the leader of the of the group. Okay. And uh, and Oak Child's a really fun movie. Um, it, it's 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 full of like it's full of like interesting themes of like genetically modified foods and you know animal animal rights and Did like they show the chitlins. No, I don't think so. Do you know what chitlins are? Yeah, and it's, it sounds very unpleasant. Who the hell would eat chitlins and like it? Black people. Not all black people, son. Which is true, because I don't like them. Yeah. But, hey, that's how, that's how we are. They gave us the nastiest part of the pigs. We just boiled them, put some hot sauce on them, and we like them. Nah, son. I, I, can't see, I can't see how anybody in their right mind would eat chitlins, though. My mother does. Oh, my God. Why? Like, does, does she have to like scrub the shit off of it? Like, well, I don't, I don't know the cooking process on them, but it's, you boil them, and it smells like shit though, because it's like the yeah, it will right? stick up in your entire house. Oh, see, I can't, I can't have that. Yeah, man. it's awful. Yeah, no way. Chitlins are very unpleasant, but um, but yeah, like the film is awesome. It talks about genetically modified foods, the ethics of like meat consumption. Although I'm still gonna eat chicken and fish. I'm sorry, that's just me and, and steak. I have no problem. I, I eat a pig's ass if they cook it right. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I'll, I'll agree with you there. Um, the pig roast. Uh, you know, there's a. I've I've eaten a pig's ear. Yeah, I have too. Yeah, as a matter of fact, you was there with me. We was playing a game. I'm playing a game, and I have the pig's ear in my in my mouth just because hmm. I needed both hands. I'm like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? Uh, and just yeah. Yeah, and like the, the the whole movie is really cool, and, and it's gorgeously shot. Uh, the cinematography is dope. Um, it's by uh, Darius Kanji, who's a who's a, a DP in this film, Okja. Mm-hmm. And like the film, I think I believe it was shot in 4K, but even though I have a 1080p television, get it? the the cinematography. Get it? No, the cinema. Get it? No, get it? The cinematography in this film is so lush and so crisp, man. Like when I watched it, I was just I was just mesmerized. Like my eyeballs were just like transfixed on the screen because now just imagine if it was in 4k yeah who gives a shit you would have dropped your pants right then and there don't be gross anyway like like the 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 colors pop i mean you can see every fine detail even in 1080p yes and it just it was just breathtaking like every frame which is from from the wilderness of of south korea to like the the streets and everything oh it was just it was just great it was just a gorgeous looking film and i see jelena she agrees with me about chitlins they are disgusting. Yes, they are. Like potato chips mixed in with ice cream. Ew, that's <laughs> oh, that's gross too. Yeah, I mean, it's like why? It's like it's like eating French fries with mayonnaise. That's gross. But uh, people, if people do do that. Yeah, which is like that's like you're just asking to clog your arteries. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I highly recommend checking out Okja, which is a a Netflix exclusive film. Um, it's it's uh, it's it's creative. It's unique. Um, really good visual effects effects with the with the with the giant super pig, um, and um, and it, it kind of gets emotional. You might you might you might get choked up a little bit, just a little bit. But it's a really good film. Uh, All right. So what we got here? What we got here in the chat? Oh, it was just, oh, it was uh, Jaleda saying that's why I said the potato chips and ice cream because oh, yeah. she likes it. So she said, "What you won't do is talk junk about my favorite snack." Oh man, <laughs> yeah. I, I I mean, how do you, how do you mix up potato chips and ice cream though? That's just so, you know. Some people actually take like Wendy, like they dip their fries in a Wendy's frosty. Oh, I mean, Wendy's is bad enough, but come on, people. I like Wendy's. Nah, see, I can't do I can't do corporate fast food no more though. Yeah, I mean, I mean have you done Chick Fil A? No, do Chick Fil A. Nah, isn't isn't the isn't the owner of Chick Fil A homophobic or something like that? So some controversy. 
It's a he. He's just a devout Christian. It's a Christian-based company. Yeah. So. I mean, see, see, see. Here's the thing. Yeah, Eat cook. yourself a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, and you would not care. Nah, nah, nah. See, you, you wouldn't care. I'm telling you, I'm you would a, not care. Nah. I, Those are some of the friendliest. You get some of the friendliest customer service ever. I don't know about friendly. I mean, if your un, if your undercurrent is like, yeah, we don't like them gays. Hmm. I don't think it's not. It's not that. I'm. I'm pretty guaranteed that Chick Fil A has gay employees. Yeah, yeah. They don't open on Sundays. See, well, it's a Christian. It's a Christian based company. See, Chick Fil A is awesome. Thank you, Juliana. Hey, hey, hey. You know what? Hey, whatever. You, I'll, We're I'll, gonna have some Chick Fil A. I'm not eating Chick Fil A. You're I'm, gonna eat Chick Fil A. You're gonna eat Chick Fil A, and you're gonna like it. Listen, I am a principled man. I stick to my principles. I am not eating Chick Fil A. Gives a shit. It's good food. Look, I've had I've had good food. I know what good food. I know what no. I know what great food is, and I know great food ain't Chick Fil A. It is. It ain't better than cilantro's. I'll tell you that. I never had cilantro's. What? Nah, and I lived near, and I used to live near cilantro. Wow. Brother, you gotta have cilantro's, dude. All right, okay. I'll have cilantro's. You have Chick Fil A. Nah, see why? Why you gotta? Why they come up with that? With that? With that kind of bargain, though? It seems even the even the resident. Supervillain John Apotic says it's actually pretty good. Just pretend it's a happy place. Yeah, you know what? It is a happy place. You know, all right. You know, the Chick Fil A workers they actually ask how are you doing today. Well, because that's with McDonald's you get welcome to McDonald's. What you want? <laughs> well, I haven't been to McDonald's since 2010. So, jeez, you didn't know the year you stopped going. Yeah, I haven't man. been to McDonald's since last Wednesday. <laughs> see, yeah, see, here's the thing though. Like for me, when it comes to fast food, I'm on my I'm I'm on my healthy kick, man. I I, I mean, I do have. Fast they got food. salads. Their salads ain't shit. McDonald's salads. Yeah, I'll tell you, McDonald's salads has more sodium than the actual burgers. How does that work? Is that a proven fact? Yeah, because if with the dressing alone. Okay, so don't eat with the dressing. Yeah, but yeah, but it tastes like it tastes like a fucking rubber tire with the the, 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 the with the so-called lettuce. How do you know what rubber tires taste like? Come on, man. Look, you know what I mean. I'm saying you set you set yourself up for that one. I'm just it's just my way of saying they taste really, really bad. Oh, See, my God. here we go. More confirmation. The owner doesn't say we hate gays. It's a Christian-based company who believes homosexuality is wrong, but it's never said anything bad about gay people. They just don't support. They just don't support the LGBTQ. But the food is amazing, and their milkshakes is off the hook. Listen, you know what? I mean, with with their politics right there, I, that's that's. I don't like to use this word because I think it's overused, but I gotta say it, it is problematic, because if if they're if if being a devout Christian means that you gotta you gotta hate or think that homosexuality is wrong, then your religion they're really, not necessarily saying it's wrong. They just don't believe in it. How, how can you not? Be, what do you mean? Don't believe in it? It's like saying that oh, I don't believe that the Earth is round. It's a fact. It's a fact people of life. Do, there are still people who do. There are people who really do believe that the earth is still flat. And we call them dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, my God. This is 2017, people. Right, Get with right. the times. All right. We're getting, all, we're, we're, getting too poli- <laughs> we're getting too political. Yeah, yeah. All I'm just saying is try Chick-fil-A. I'll have cilantros. Um, I'll take it under advisement. Yeah. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> anyway. I bring you some Chick-fil-A. You, I bring an extra thing of Chick-fil-A for you. You guys better eat it. All right. If you bring it, I'll, I'll try it out. Right. Hell, I'll even try it out on the show. And I'll let people know what, what what time it is. We don't want to watch you eat. I mean, it's a quick flash in a hurry if you ever see this dude eat. Hey, listen. Have you ever seen that movie, Major Pain? Oh, I still haven't seen Major Pain, though. See? 
I never seen Lord of the Rings. You haven't seen Major Pain. It's two different things, though. Two there's different still things. Two, it, there's still movies. No, Lord of the there Rings. Are mo- there are there movies. No, Lord of the Rings is an epic trilogy, a masterpiece in cinema. Okay, Major Pain is a disposable comedy, arguably. No, it's fu- it's funny as hell. Uh, I'm sure it That's is. A, it's funny. I mean, as a matter of fact, it's just as funny and legendary as Wayne's World. Okay. All and right. Wayne's World was on the other night during my overnight, and I I Snapchatted. Oh wow! I don't know, and not not a soul was looking at my Snapchat at four in the morning. Okay. But damn it, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Like it was still, like I was still a kid. Okay. A movie I probably shouldn't have been watching as a kid. Yeah. You yeah. learn. You tend to learn that. Oh yeah. Okay. Right, fair enough. I mean, I do have HBO now, so I can watch Major Pain. It's still on there. Is it? Yeah. You get your logins. What do you mean? You, you didn't get my login, son? Shit. Wait, you, you, what, you can't afford fourteen ninety nine a month? Yeah, I can. But we'll, get to, we'll discuss that later. Yeah, we'll discuss. You can do it. I, I, no, I don't you give. You can use logins. If you needed my Netflix logins, I would gladly let you use them. Nah, nah. So you see, when it comes to log, logins, are a sacred, sacred state secret. You don't give those out. Yeah, you can. Nah, nah. Mm-mm, no, I, I don't reward laziness. It's not laziness. Just sometimes it's not within our budget. I don't reward cheapness, but anyway. It's not cheapness. It's just not within our budget. We have other things to worry about, and I'm like, yeah, we would like to watch it. So, I mean, yeah, I'll let you use my logins. I don't care. Nah, man. You know but how many people who's using my WWE Network logins? Didn't they crack down on that? I haven't gotten anything yet. Well, they should. But anyway. Uh... <laughs> my Netflix logins. And actually, I was actually repaid for that. My cousin has just been borrowing my Netflix logins for like two years now. See that's the thing. And see, she took me to see go out. She took me to see Get Out. Get Out is an awesome movie. Indeed, it was. But, I mean, I I I will say that for me, I do. I mean, to to let somebody borrow your logins, it's rewar- to, clo- uh, to it's, close family friends. It's, it's enabling laziness. No, it's enabling. Okay, it's, it's enabling cheapness. Don't be cheap. It's not being cheap. It's just like okay, some people have different situations. They're like, okay, yeah, here's my here's my Netflix password. Who cares? Well, here- it's not like it's connected to my. Like money accounts or anything. Well, that's the thing. People can mess around with your with your with your with your billing information, and they can like maybe I don't know. People can screw up with that kind of thing. You know, some people are. That's demons. why you give it to close friends and family. I don't even won't do that. I don't even trust close family and friends to do that. You pretty much have none. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, like so, you have like three people in your entire family. Yeah, I know. But yeah, uh, but yeah, like Netflix. HBO Now, all streaming services, WWE Network, it's a privilege, not a right. And I don't reward cheapness. Don't be cheap. You got the money. You got the time. Just just spend it. You know, $9.99 a month is not going to kill you. $14.99 a month is not going to kill you. All right? Get your lives, people. Anyway, let's talk about the news and headlines uh, this week. Um <laughs> Wait, what was this? <laughs> I still use my ex's cable logins. I'm cheap and lazy, I guess. Well, I mean, maybe that's a whole other issue if you're still using your ex-partner's logins. But anyway. Uh, I'm petty, though. Once we become my ex, if we, it depends on the terms that we break up on. Hmm. Uh, if we break up on bad terms, I'm petty. I'm like changing the entire password. Hey, hey you know. Hey, you know, d- d- and let the good people say, hey, I changed my password. Here it is. Oh, okay. Well. Hey, you know you you that that's very much your lane. I'll let you drive in it. Uh, but yeah, we got some. Uh, lane. What was that? It's a smooth lane. Yeah, whatever. 
Yeah, riddled with potholes. But yeah, we got some uh, news and items this week. We got some trailers that dropped uh, last week. Yeah, we did. Uh, beginning with uh, Inhumans, the television series. I thought it was cool. Um, I'm actually looking forward to seeing the first episode on IMAX. Mm, yeah, because this is like it's all shot in IMAX, right? The first episode. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think the whole series. No, I think it is the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so um. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Mm. I'm sure you have a much more in-depth anal- analyzation of the trailer. Uh, an- analysis. Analysis. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, you can't read. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah, the, the 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 Inhumans trailer. It looks it looks it looks all right. You know, I um, I think it's in the same because the, the the Inhumans, the same actors first appeared in Agents of Shield. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah, it it looks all right. Um, in fact, you have a uh, uh, Ramsey Bolton himself playing one of the Inhumans. Yeah, and I think he plays the antagonist. So I'm like, I'm, mm-hmm. is good. if he plays the antagonist, mm-hmm. I'm literally just gonna hate the person who plays him as a human being. Well, because he plays such a dick of a he play. Okay, Ramsey Bolton is a dick. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna say God rest the character's soul because he was a fucking dick. Yes, he was. So like. And in the Game of Thrones Telltale game, like I even hated him more then. Oh, he's in that. Yeah, the yeah the actual actor. I yeah. I don't know his name. I forget his name, but um. Yeah, it doesn't. I forgot too. But I was like, yo, he. But he more credit to him because he plays an awesome antagonist. Mm. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, like in Game of Thrones, there was no redeeming value with that character at all. Who would you hate more, Joffrey or Ramsay Bolton? Oh man, that is such a good question. Because both both of them qualify for the douchebag hall of fame. Um, yeah. Man, who do I hate more, Joffrey or Ramsey Bolton? You know what? It's a very tight race. Yeah. But if I had to choose one, I'm gonna have to go with just just by a hair, Ramsey Bolton. Probably because he lasted longer in the, he lasted longer in the show. Yeah. Yeah, but oh man, when the way he died, I won't spoil it for people who haven't seen it. Oh, it was so sweet. I loved it. Better shoot season seven is coming out next week. No, uh, no, the week after. Okay. Yes, yeah, that's gonna be a main topic for uh, two weeks from now. Yeah. Sure I can't get those logins, man. Dude, you know what's coming out on HBO within the next few weeks? Yeah. You got Game of Season Seven of Game of Thrones. Yep. You got season two of Insecure. Yes. And freaking Ball in season season three of Ballers. Oh, I haven't even watched Ballers yet. Yeah, half hour episodes, two seasons. You can bang that out in a day. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll definitely get on that. I mean, I don't know. Do you know you don't like football, so you probably won't. I mean, I mean, yeah, f- I mean, football's a trash sport, but anyway, oh, amazing. But, Go Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, hey, as long as not, as long as they're not the, not the Patriots, hey, I'm cool. But yeah. uh, okay. Yeah, but um, but yeah, you know, the in Inhumans looks like it has some potential. You know, I'll I'll check out the uh, the first episode at the very least. I might give my thoughts on it when it comes out. I am so inve- I am so invested into the MCU at this point. Like mm. I can't turn back. Yeah, I, I think I think the Inhumans. I'm is... so invested into the DCEU at this point where I can't turn back. As much as I hate it, shout outs to John Aponic. Well, and uh, Jess. Well, I mean the DCEU, they have. I mean they're one in four. I mean Wonder Woman is their one and only win. So, but even it, it's still to the point where it's like I've seen them all, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I can't turn back now. I'm already invested. It's like watching. If you ever go online, watch too many cooks. Too many cooks. Too yeah. many cooks. It's like a ten minute long video, but yet by the time you're five minutes into it, you're just like, I, I just have to finish it out because I'm just I'm so invested into it at this point. Yeah. 
Okay. Have you seen Too Many Cooks? I think I have. Oh man. Yeah. But I love Too Many Cooks. Mm. But yeah, in in humans, you know, it's got potential. So I'll, we'll check it out when it comes out in the fall. Another trailer for a film, a Netflix film, Death Note, based on the anime. Um, I, I probably would. I, sh- I probably should watch the anime first. The anime is on. You said the anime is on Netflix, correct? Yep, the whole yeah, series. Yeah, I probably will watch the anime first before the movie comes out, mm-hmm. just so I know what the fuck I'm watching. Yeah, like it's interesting because when I saw the uh, the the Death Note trailer for the Netflix movie coming out in August. Um, the the likes and dislikes were very split. It, there were like thirty four thousand likes and thirty eight thousand dislikes. So it was pretty much split down the middle. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of fans are um, basically uh, uh, accusing this this the the Netflix Death Note movie, which is live action, of whitewashing because Death Note is a Japanese uh, anime uh, story. Okay. Um, but the premise sounds really interesting about a kid. Who's 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 very intelligent? Who who discovers this Death Note? And in 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 a Death Note, do you know the premise of the show? I was kind of getting a hit, but I didn't get a chance to like really look at. Yeah, it's like this kid who um who uh, he, he discovers this Death Note. It's a, it's like a notebook in which if you write down the, uh, the name, if you write down somebody's name and visualize their face while you're writing their name down, that person will die of a heart attack within forty seconds. And you can even write down the person's name and the the time of death, when they will die, as well as how they will die. And in the anime, uh, this kid, this kid named Light Yam- Light Yam- Light Yagami, I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. I know his first name is Light. Like he's like this 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 genius high school student who discovers this, this this death note, and he writes down the names of criminals and you know other bad people, and they all die like gruesome deaths and whatnot. Oh, this thing could not be real because if I had it, Lord have mercy. Yeah. I would you, use it to my advantage. Man, you're a monster, dude. Just but, a bit. But like. Uh, I got some petty in me. Sorry. Yeah, you, you can't play with people's lives like that, though. That's that's the whole theme of the show. Like, how, who are you to be judge, jury, and executioner if I of put a person's Donald life? Trump on that? List. Yo, you better yo, you better keep your mouth shut, man. We we're not trying to get our show flagged. Um, <laughs> the, the 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 views and opinions of Carl Bird are his alone and do not reflect those of the Codex Prime podcast. Please do not send your hate mail at Codex Prime Podcast at gmail Disclaimer over. Anyway, but but the show is but the but the anime is really cool. I actually started watching it yesterday. Okay. And I wa- and each of the episodes are like twenty minutes, so I was banging okay. them out. Yeah, so I'm like on episode nine right now. How many seasons? Uh, there was one season, thirty-seven episodes. Oh yeah, you can bang those out. Yeah, so it's really cool so far. Like, um, <laughs> John like, Aponic put the zip him off emoji. <laughs> yeah, I'm sending hate mail because of the football comment. By all means, yeah, football is a trash sport, just like the Patriots are a trash fan base. But anyway, um, Death Note. It's it's a really cool anime so far. I'll okay. definitely give more thoughts on it uh, once once I f- finish the series. I'm hoping that the movie is is good. Can 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 you know sustain itself. You know, be its own thing, but you know what? With oh. the heavy history, uh, well, okay, with the history of anime-based movies, mm-hmm. how how are we? Let's see. We got uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. Awful. Oh. Um, we got the Attack on Titan live-action movie, which reportedly was awful. I never even knew there was. Yeah, there was like a it was like a Japanese film. It was like a live-action adaptation of Attack on Titan. Yeah. It didn't get very good reviews, but I haven't seen it. Okay, Ghost in the Shell. Uh, that's it, it. Got praise for its visuals, but like it, it's debatable. Yeah, because it's like heavily whitewashed and like oh, the. I remember that. Did yeah. we do an episode on that? 
Yeah, we mentioned it a couple of times on the oh, show. Okay. Yeah, but I'll. I mean, I know the Blu-ray for that movie's coming out uh, this later this month. I'll Netflix it. I'll check it out and see for myself. But you'll yeah, get, then you end up getting the Blu-ray. No, I'm not. Then you find the end. Of, then you end the steel. You find a steel book. Well, I do have a steel book of the Ghost in the Shell anime from '95. Okay. Yeah, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, Death Note that's coming out next month on Netflix, and our final trailer was dropped was uh, the Jumanji remake. Okay, I I seen that one. Uh, okay, as a child in nineties. Yeah, I'm a '90s kid, so I mean, I really did like the Juma- the original Jumanji with Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it should have been kept as a board game. Yeah, maybe it's Maybe it's just because, like I said, I'm a child in the '90s. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had the board game. Yeah, as a kid. Mm. So, and we played the hell out of it. Oh wow! My sisters and I, and some of my cousins. So it's like, okay, that's where my heart is at. I mean, I'll be open. No, you just go, motherfucker, you're older than me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hey, is that a mic? shout out, shout outs to my man, Congo. <laughs> hey, welcome, man. So, um, yeah, so my heart is still with the board game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'll give it a, sh- I'll give it a chance. Yeah. You know, because the, new, the newer game is a video game. Yeah, and so, like... Like the rock, they're like the avatars of the players. Yeah. 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 So yeah, they these kids they go in, they play as they um they're playing the game, but yet they get sunk in, but as their avatars, the original sunk. Jelena, you are a horrible human being. Um Jelena said the original movie sucked. Well, to be fair, I've never seen the original Jumanji. Get your life. What? Shut up. Get your life. <laughs> Listen, I mean, whatever, man. Keep good, go on. Yeah. So yeah, they play as it. So yeah, they play as their avatars, and then mm-hmm. they pretty much kind of go through the same thing, but except that all the wild jungle stuff happened. They actually go into the jungle mm-hmm. instead of all the jungle stuff happening in their current time. Yeah. So it's. I would ha- I would have to I would have to check it out because I don't really know, like how this new Jumanji would work. Yeah. You know, if you like in the old one, if you roll the dice, um, your character, your um, what were those actually called? Your piece moves, and then yeah, chess moves. Yeah, your yeah. chess piece moves, and yeah. then a message will come up in the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to see it, or else I'm going to power bomb you. <laughs> you, you, you. You talking to me? No, he's talking to me. Okay, he's yeah. talking to me. I I can actually take a power bomb. Okay, I can still I I can still take a bomb. They weren't great. They weren't great bumps at first, but I can still take one. All right, don't try this at home. Don't, don't. <laughs> so that's actually I would love to do that one day. Like I would like to go to like XWA in West Warwick, by the way, mm-hmm. and just like just re- just go for a day just to see if I still got it. Mm. Hey, I, I would I would pay to watch. We'll that. make we will make it a YouTube a Codex Prime YouTube exclusive. Okay, a nice code extra. That Carl Bird's return to the ring. Oh no, he was talking to you. Oh me? Yeah, he'll powerbomb you. Listen, well, hey, hey, listen. I ain't teaching you shit about bumps either. Hey man, listen. I I, I watch wrestling. I don't take the bumps. All right, respect. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, Jumanji looks looks cool. I mean, I mean, I probably won't watch it. Um, 
I know, even though The Rock and Kevin Hart, it's like, what, their third and fourth movie together? Second. Second? I thought they did more, because I know they did Central Intelligence. Yeah, I think that was the only one. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, I mean, it, I mean, it's Jumanji for, for you know. This gen- for this generation. For this generation. Um, I haven't seen the original with Robin Williams. Um, it's gotten mixed reviews from, uh, from, from critics, from what I remember. But I know that's one of those beloved 90s movies that a lot of kids, you know, people yeah, like our Hocus generation likes. I ha- yeah, I have seen Hocus Pocus, but I've only seen it once, and it was in 94. I was in elementary school when I saw it. That's when it came out. Yeah, I, I barely remember it, to be honest. Oh, I freaking love that movie. I make sure I watch it every Halloween. Yeah. I know it's on Blu-ray, so I'll just... I know one of the local libraries has it, so I'll just borrow it one day and just uh, watch it again. But, yeah. Watch it at Halloween. Yeah. You, got, you have to watch it on Halloween. Yeah, sure. It is literally like a tradition amongst kids growing up in the 90s. Mm. You know, Halloween movies. I mean, I mean, you could... Or you could just watch Halloween with Mike Myers. You can do that, too. I yeah. mean, they're definitely going to get that. But yeah. throughout the month of October, you have to watch Hocus Pocus at least once. Yeah. All right. I might, I might watch it sooner. So, yeah, Jumanji, uh, that's another trailer that just dropped. So, hey, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to you to review that because I'm not going to bother. All right. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a few headlines here, uh, first of which uh, Mahershala Ali. Uh, he's to reportedly star in season three of True Detective, that uh, HBO uh, uh, film HBO Noir mini, uh, mini anthology series. Uh, Mahershal Ali, he's the Oscar-winning actor of Moonlight. Uh, he's close to signing a, dear, a deal to star at, starring in the, in the lead role in season three of the show. I would watch it. I would catch up on the first two seasons and watch it. Well, you, you definitely watch the first season. Yeah, I. here's the thing. Well, I need some HBO logins. Do so. Well, I have it on Blu-ray season one, so you can borrow that at least. <laughs> Um, but season one of True Detective is a brilliant show with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Man, just yeah, I en- I was enjoying that, and then like I guess something came out, something came out on Netflix, and then yeah. distracted me from it. Oh man, you got to finish it. Yeah, I do. I'm even I'm even gonna invest in season two. I know season two wasn't as good. No, nah, it wasn't. But I will still do it just to be on track with the anthology series. Yeah. I mean, well, it's being being that it's an anthology series, each season is its own self-contained storyline. Yeah. So you don't have to watch season two. But if you wanted to, you could. I mean, it's not bad. But it was... It's, it's not as good. Yeah, it's not yeah. as good as season one. Yeah. So, Woody Harrelson is a very, like, under, underrated actor. Oh, yeah, he is. Like, yeah. I mean... Yeah, he's... I forgot his name, but he was in Cheers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's all I've known him from. Well, he was in Cheers, uh, Zombieland. Then and then once I saw he was in Zombieland, I freaking love Zombieland. Yeah, Zombieland was cool. Okay, I'm, I was waiting for you to bat my hit. No, I liked it. Um, uh, he was in Edge of Seventeen, which was which was pretty cool. He played a he played a a cynical teacher. Yeah, he played he played in um what's that Justin Timberlake movie? Um, Justin Timberlake, Mila Kunis. Was it Friends with Benefits? Okay. Oh, he was in that. Yeah. Nice. He plays a gay guy in Friends with Benefits. Oh, cool. But you wouldn't have. But the way he acted, you wouldn't have thought he was gay. Oh, nice. It was so. It was freaking hilarious. Mm. Yeah. And I think he was also in Natural Born Killers, but I haven't seen that. I think he was that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking forward to season three. I mean, with Mahershala Ali as as the lead, yo, that's that's why an not? Au- why not? Automatic watch. He's in a little music video for um Jay Z for Jay Z's four four four. Oh, I heard about that. The story of uh, OJ was that the no, because that's an animated that's an animated video. Oh, okay, um, I think it was for a song that's not on the album. Unfortunately, mm. it's called Adness, but I think this you can still get the song on title. Okay, 
Yeah, I'll just wait for the CD. And a small role in No Country for Old Men. Oh, that's right. He was in No Country for Old Men, yeah. Thanks, John. Yeah. Freaking DC lover you. Hey, you know what? You know, I, I got to say, I mean, as a quick aside for, you know, friend of the show, John Haponic, the thing is like, all right, I, I've, I've, you know, we're college boys, right? And as long as I've known him, John, he's been pretty, pretty, I'd say nitpicky when it comes to storytelling and mm-hmm. stories. Like you? Well, the thing is, like, I'm not as nitpicky as he is. I can see the flaws, but I can actually appreciate a movie for what it is. But as nit- worse, he's worse because here's the thing. But but here's but here's what what's what I find so maddening. As nitpicky as John is about storytelling and whatnot, how can he look at the DCEU films and say that they're actually good <laughs> and like them? I mean, except for Wonder Woman. Wonder, Wonder Woman is legitimately good. But how can he look at Suicide Squad, Batman vs. Superman, Man of Steel, and say, yep, that works for me. The way, the way they portray Superman uh, totally works. Yep, it, 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 it fits the tone. I don't get it. I don't get it, John. John, you gotta, John one of these days, you're going to have to explain it to me, whether by phone call or email. As nitpicky as you are, how can you like the DCEU films as terrible and as obviously flawed as they are and say those work for you? I don't get it. He said, dude, you are the one who owned Man of Steel. Listen, I owned Man of Steel way before Batman vs. Superman dropped, okay? I still owned it. And I I bought it for mad cheap at Newberry Comics. It was, what, 10 bucks? That's not cheap enough. Yeah, I know. For Man of Steel, it should have been like $1.99. Listen, you want to know the only... Bat, the only DC movies that I own. What? The first four Batman films. You own Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. It came in a. It, I bought it from Walmart for five bucks, oh. and it came with all four of them. Okay, that's fair. Right. Yeah. I I will say this. Hold on. I'm gonna give. Here's the credit. I'm gonna give Batman Forever. Okay. Jim Carrey. Yeah, he was good as a Riddler. And that's it. Yeah, that that is true. Nicole I'm, came in too. She was looking kind of hot in those days. Oh yeah, she still is. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's true. And then I'll, and then the uh, Christopher Nolan Batman series. Oh yeah, all three. Oh, those are like the upper echelon. Those are like the from my from my view, the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy is still the best super superhero films ever made. That's the gold standard. You're entitled to your opinion. Hey, hey I let's... would say Civil War is. No, I no. love Civil War. I mean, Civil War is good, but it's not. It's not. It's not Nolan esque. I'll put him up there. I will put it up there. All right. I would. Yeah. Hey, Jen. Hey, Jen. Welcome to the show. Um. So yeah, we got. Uh, I want some barbecue chicken and baked macaroni and cheese. By the way, <laughs> if it's still there, though. Uh, is it? What up, Freddie? Yeah, Freddie. Welcome to the show, man. All right, go ahead. You go on the next one. This one's definitely just all you. Oh yeah, so the next next headline here real quick, uh, Wonder Woman is the highest grossing live action film directed by a woman. Yes. Uh, director Patty Jenkins' DCEU film has grossed over $670 million worldwide, which surpasses the previous record holder, Mamma Mia, which was directed by Felidia Phil- Lloyd. Uh, domestically, Wonder Woman has surpassed Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, Suicide Squad, and Man of Steel, grossing over $334 million stateside in the box office. So yeah, pretty awesome achievement by Patty Jenkins. Um, highest grossing live-action film directed by, by a woman. I'm hoping to see another sequel to, uh, to Wonder Woman. And hey, Patty Jenkins is a hell of a filmmaker. She should direct more films, not just in, in the DCEU. But hey, that's awesome. That's what's up. And uh, last headline here, um, 
some sad news, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, the, uh, Smith Hart, the older brother of WWE Hall of Famer and wrestling legend, Bret Hart passed away at the age of 68. Yeah, um, yeah he was battling uh, terminal cancer since June of this oh, wow. year, and um, he 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 knew it was he knew it was coming. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. like and as a matter of fact, on January 1st, he um, visited Owen Hart's grave and tweeted, "Thought I'd visit Owen today. I'll see you soon, brother." So I guess he kind of had an idea, even though he's been battling cancer since June. So. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's unfor- you know, it's unfortunate. He did wrestle for um Calgary Stampede. I mean Calgary Stampede wrestling in the seventies and early eighties, um, which was his father, Stu Hart's uh, stable territory yeah. back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, highly unfortunate. May he rest in peace. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hart, second heart brother to go. Yeah, that, that is unfortunate. And, uh, and Freddie agrees with you saying that the Batman series is the standard. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, the uh, Christopher Nolan films, you can't beat them. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah well, you, I, just, I, I agree. They're great. Se- they're great series. Mm-hmm. I will just put Civil War with it. All right. Yeah, you know what? That's what's up. Um, but, yeah, well, we have on to our uh, main topic. Uh, we've been kind of putting this off for a couple of weeks, but... We can finally talk about season five of Orange is the New Black. It's been out for about three, four weeks now. Yeah. So See, y'all um, could have caught up by y'all could have caught up by now. Yeah. So uh, spoilers if you haven't finished the show or if you haven't watched it or if you don't care about spoilers. Hey, welcome to the chat. <laughs> uh, so yeah, season five, man. Um, it uh, it starts off. It picks up right after season four, um, and it takes place over the span of three, four, three or four days. Yeah, about that. Yeah, there's like a big prison riot, um, and uh, which and the inmates take over. Yeah, the inmates take over Litchfield, and uh, yeah, and hilarity and drama ensues. So, so Carl, I'll start off with you, man. What are, what do you, what did you think about the season as a whole? And what I are some of your? Cool. Um, yeah. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool because like it it focuses on a riot, like a prison riot. I wouldn't think it, I it's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. So and then when they finally like take o- they finally take over. So I kind of wanted to see what it was like. Yeah. So then you kind of notice that there's still. I mean, there was chaos. Mm-hmm. Like like at first they're just like, oh my god, we got the prison, we're taking it over. Yeah. What are we gonna do? And then like things start to crumble. Mm-hmm. But then you start to get like they started to develop a way of life with their own little barter system. Yeah. yeah. And then things fall apart again. Yeah, like I, I was, I was impressed of how the the inmates managed to uh, take over and create their own little like self self sustaining society, for, uh, for the most part. And uh, what was really cool was that uh, Tasty definitely stepped up. Like she was like n- pushing she, hard. Yeah, she wanted she wanted justice for Pusey. Yeah, who uh, who uh, who was choked to death by uh, that idiot Bailey. You know what? And I still kind of felt, I felt for Bailey. Because he, he didn't want to do it. It's not like he intentionally choked her. That's true, yeah. But then it's like, okay, he did, like, he did some things wrong. Mm-hmm. He did the procedure, you know, he did the restraint procedure wrong. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up passing away. And she, he just, like, like, he did not want that to happen. Mm-hmm. And he's just been, like, he was carrying that guilt. Yeah. He tried turning himself in, and every, you know the cops thought he was crazy. Yeah. So then he actually went to um, he wants he went to P- 
Pusey's fathers. Yep. And just like, I did this. Like, press charges on me. Like, like punish me. Yeah. And he's like, and then his father's like, no, you have to live with this. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like and the- just kind of let him go. Oh yeah, the father was not going to give him any absolution at right. all. He, I'm right. Like his only option is to kill himself. If for real. At and this point, if he still want, if he's still feeling that heavy about it, mm-hmm. that's his only. That's his only idea. Yeah, and like, and Bailey, like, he was also, also in a way, a victim of being just a completely untrained off uh, co, yeah. and that the whole culture, which uh, of the co's in season four, which was under the thumb of uh, Desi Piscatella, yeah. who was a fucking douchebag yeah um like let's like the whole sadistic uh ceos under his watch in fact there was one scene in the last season if you remember where one of the ceos dropped bailey off at his house at his home like after that whole uh thing with the riot and him uh, killing uh killing pussy and this and this ceo was just casually talking to bailey like oh yeah you know it just reminds me when i was in iraq and you know i was i, I forced this little kid to juggle this hand grenade and it went off and then it was like, you know, shit happens. And the way he, ca- he, he, he casually talked about murdering a kid, it's like, what the fuck? What yeah. kind of culture did he, did, did, did he cultivate in, the, in, the, in Litchfield? Even then, he's just like... And even then, like, um, Caputo is just like, you got, just, you got to get out of here. This isn't for you. Mm-hmm. You have so much potential in your, in your life. Like, just get out of here and just make something of yourself. And by then, like, it just got too late. Yeah, and and also too like with uh with one thing with Bailey too is like you you know if he was like a black CEO and he was acting all crazy his ass would have gotten shot or or his ass would have been locked up yeah because for real that was like I was like come on man but but yeah like like on that like like that kind of that kind of shifts uh, to uh, applies to um uh, Tasty who really stepped up as like the head negotiator for like pushing hard for like the rights and yeah. the demands that that the that the inmates also made um like like better treatment, actual education, um better um healthcare in the prisons. And you know what? She was she was going toe to toe really she, well with uh Figueroa, who was a yeah. former CO. Yeah. She was actually no, she was a former warden. A former warden, yeah. 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 She did and then the plan unfortunately just yeah, like backfired. it backfired because like like Tasty like she didn't know when to when to back off. Like she was like still because she was still pissed off that Bailey wasn't going to get prosecuted, even though the uh, Litchfield they were ready to give them all or most of the rights that they were campaigning for. Even yeah. even got Takis too and and Cheetos. Yeah, and I like um, Cheetos. yeah, I don't eat Cheetos anymore. But uh, but but I used to like Cheetos. But um. But yeah, like like I, I was impressed like with her standing up for Pusey, and especially one scene that really really got to me too was where uh, they released Judy King, who yeah. was like that that TV like Martha Stewart esque yeah. uh, personality. They released her. They walked out in front of the prison, and they were gonna have her speak for them. But um, I think uh, uh, Janae was like, "No, nah, you can't. We can't let no, this no, privilege." She's not. She's, yeah. she's not us. Yeah. She didn't fit. She didn't feel us. Like she, like yeah, she knew her, but. She didn't know her, you know, like we did. Like she's yeah. not one of us. She's not one of us. She got the good treatment in prison. Yeah. While we were treated like everybody else. You yep. know, like she can't she can't really advocate for us. She's just a celebrity voice. Yeah. And so like and then and then that's when uh uh Tacey st- stood up and like had that impassioned uh yeah. 
uh, plea but saying that hey you know Pusey Washington she was killed you know this is look at how they treat treat us and like like she was just opening like bearing her soul like life on camera and that's what I was like whoa that was really that was that was one of my favorite scenes too because like she really stepped up in a major way and, and basically let their voices be heard in a way that it hasn't before and like that kind of reminded me of like Janae's story too, of like how she was a, a, a smart student. She was like, you know, in a, like a inner city school, and yeah. then she and a, and a, when and one of her flashbacks was like Janae and like a bunch of students from her school went to this this, this like all white school in the suburbs. It was a prep. Yeah, it was like a prep school. Yeah, it was like, like a high end prep school. Yeah, and it had like all sorts of like up to date facilities, a computer lab, an up to date library. They even had musical theater. Yeah. Which was a scene that really got under my skin just as much as it did Janae. White little white girls performing Dream Girls. Yeah, this little white girl uh, performing, and I'm telling you, I'm not going. It's like, first of all, you're not Jennifer Hudson, and two, you don't. Jennifer Holiday was the original. I know Jennifer Holiday was the original, but Jennifer Hudson wasn't won. Wasn't that a cool answer? Yeah, and then Jennifer Hudson won an Oscar for that very role. Um, oh, what's going on, TJ? Yeah, uh, and that scene got to me too because it was like, it was like. The, the the privilege you know that 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 you that you see especially in real life where you have yeah. like you have all you have all these um all these schools that especially the, especially schools in a Providence area that can have that have the resources that I'm sure they have the money to have these up to date facilities and actually have students you know you know be up to date with their with their education and like and learn some like fresh stuff and yet we're like being held behind the curve because simply because of the simple fact that a we're not we're not all rich and lily white. And that kind of got to me too. Like Janae was like disillusioned by that whole system. It's like she got yeah, you can tell she got a little shut off too by her school. Yeah, like because going back to school, like because going back to her old school after seeing all those potential resources that the, her school could have gotten, it's like what's the point of learning? Like she kind of saw through the veil. It's like the game is rigged, kind of, yeah. and it, and it sucks. Yeah, so yeah. that that kind of got to me. But too. on a lighter note, there was one part I really did like was when they had. Um, they had like a little, one of the, the inmates. I get it wasn't the talent. It wasn't the talent show. I'm staying away from that. Yeah, the um, talent show was would, like too overboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the little um, magic mic moment. Yeah. So, well, whatever on that. But but one mm. of the inmates was doing impressions of all the other inmates. Yeah. And she was like dead. She was dead on with them. Oh yeah, she like was. I know she did. Like one of them was um Lana. Yep. Yep. Morella. And then. I, to say the other one was um it was gloria i think uh i think so yeah but yeah she was really like nailing them i really thought these like no i'm like for a second i thought it was just sound editing like she just had to like they had them really talking she just mimicked mm-hmm. the words yeah. but I, don't know, I thought it was dead on that was a funny that was hilarious to me that was that really was and uh also speaking of uh, uh morello like man you kind of had to feel for her a little bit because she was i mean she's already you know off her rocker enough as it is but yeah definitely and this turns out it turns out that she's actually pregnant too by that dude who uh, who when when he when he got the reaction her, what was her, the name like joey or something like that Joey or something like something or other like some some like some like your typical stereotypical like new york italian dude yeah Yes. Yeah, like she she was on the roof, like to give him a sign, like oh, there's a lasagna in the oven, and then like he panics and runs off. Yeah, because he figured it out. Yeah. But yeah, he still, but he still came back. He did come back, and and, and, you know, I kind of feel for Morella because like all she wants to do is be loved, and yeah, yeah, she's like, I I don't understand my Joey. He doesn't love me. It's like I don't understand. It's like it's like, oh, you know, it's I kind of feel for her. But then and then um. 
you know, her her friendship or relationship with Nikki uh, Nichols. Yeah. I gotta say though, when she had the makeover, she looked mad weird without the without the eyeliner at the bottom of her eyelids. She looked mad weird. She looked like her, she looked like her character from American Pie. She was in American Pie. Yeah, really? Yeah, she was in the first two. Wow, I I really didn't remember. I don't co- I don't count the straight to DVD ones. Oh yeah, those yeah. aren't American Pie. That's just whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah, sh- she was in the first two. Oh wow, wow. I I totally don't she remember. She's kind of like the same character in a way. Oh wow. No, no. Wait, she wasn't. She was in the first two. She wasn't in the wedding, mm-hmm. and then she showed up in reunion. Oh okay. And yeah. she turns out to be a lesbian in reunion. Oh wow. Hey, there you go. Um, but, but yeah. Oh, uh, speak, speaking of, uh, speaking of lesbians, you got to give a, I give a shout out to one of the best characters in the show. Big, Big Boo. Boo. Yes. The, oh man. Like the, the way she, uh, like the way she was like, um, uh, her, her whole deal with that, that woman, I think her name was Tiffany. Like she was like, she was like one of the, the, the personnel of Litchfield, like the, the, the private prison corporation. Oh yeah. She was a, yeah, she was a corporate figure. And then next yeah. thing you know, like she, the, she got caught up in the riot. Yeah. And, and then like, she had to like pass herself off as an inmate and like, and, boot. and now she's just in jail. Yeah. She, Cause she's like, she looks like all, all the rest. Mm-hmm. So now it's to the point where she is one of them, but yeah. now but it's kind of cool because she got she knows what she got an inside look of what they really go through. Oh yeah. So if you know in future episodes where she act, they actually figure out who she is and she does get out, mm-hmm. she can advocate for the inmates even more. Oh, absolutely. Now that she actually experienced everything firsthand. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Because like, because her like her whole deal was like strictly looking at the inmates as numbers on a spreadsheet. Right. But then she actually lived it and saw it per- firsthand. Exactly. Yeah, and then and then Boo like she was ready to just like rat on her, like just l- let her identity be known once she found the truth about her with that picture of her, compromising picture of her and Caputo. Yeah. And uh, but yo, I, I, I'm interested in. I'm, she's I'm, a hot one too. Yeah, she's kind of she's a cutie. Like I even thought so when they showed her her backstory. Mm-hmm. And she was in college and she yeah. was in that for sorority. Oh I was yeah, like, oh yeah. Look at her. Well, she kind of has a sadistic streak because like she let that that the head of that sorority freeze to death by in the snow because yeah. she was like pissing outside, and then she just took over and didn't feel really sorry about it. So it was, she kind of has a sociopathic streak to her, but she's better at hiding it than most. Yeah, she is. Yeah. That's probably probably how she got ahead in life. So. Oh yeah, you know. Definitely. You know, yeah, it's definitely how she got ahead in life. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, and as you said bef- uh, in a couple episodes ago, Frida, she is about She's that about life. that life. I told Man. you, yo. I definitely told you. So, like the wi- yo, she had a whole secret lair. Yeah, the the to herself. Yeah, the the abandoned swimming pool. Yeah. Yeah, man. And she had resources out the ass. Yep, all the food like from the commissary and the and the they dining were smoking hall. weed. Yep, she had it. Yeah, like she had a whole television set, uh, radio, even like a old old timey eighties computer. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> with, and then with, um, with Frogger. Yeah, we got, got Frogger. Mm-hmm. Oh man, like you know, she was she was like definitely the MacGyver of the show. Like oh even, yeah, even when she was a kid she in her made flashback, poison. She did. Oh man, and uh, oh, and and the way they. Oh, what's going on, Eli? We watching. We talking about Orange is the New Black. Yeah, season five, man. Oh, and uh, oh, and and I gotta say, the way that uh, Piscatella, fuck that guy. 
I, I, yeah. There was not a character geez. on that show I hate more than that big burly motherfucker. I didn't hate anybody on that show except for Yeah, like even when they had the flashback of him, like when he was a, a, a former CEO at this uh, at this uh, all male prison. Yeah, and he was like, you know, trying to start an affair with one of the inmates who who got beat, and then he tortured one of them to death, like by putting him in a hot shower, burning him to death in like a hot shower. Yeah. Even then I was like, yeah, I don't feel sorry for this guy. And the way he was torturing my homegirl, Red, R- R- Rusnikov, yeah. yo, listen, I don't yeah, care what anybody... That was bad. Scalper, man. Scalper, and then he broke um, Alex's arm. Yup. Oh, my God. Yo, and, and the way, like, the, the, and that, I got to say that the, it was a little bit silly. Like, the way he snuck back into the prison, he was kind of like Jason Voorhees. Like, yeah. Like the, he'd make a noise, like kind of like a horror movie trope. And then oh, as, yeah, as soon as somebody yeah. like, like as soon as somebody turns the corner, shoot, they get snatched up. It's like I was probably I wanted to hear like the. Yeah, I was waiting. Yeah, but man, when oh man, when when Piscatella got shot in the head by one of his trigger happy riot dudes, I was I stood up and I applauded. I was like, yes, yes. That was like the most satisfying death I've seen. Was crazy though. He was starting to get a change of heart because Red let him go. Was he though? I I didn't. I wasn't. Really, I wasn't really convinced. Kind of. Like I could see. Kind I could of. See. It was starting to, but then it was too late. He got killed. Yeah. I mean, like for him, like any change would have been too late. I would have been pissed like if he survived. But I was so glad that he got shot in the face because that motherfucker deserved it. It wasn't in the face. Yeah, he, he got was, shot, but it wasn't in the face. Yeah, it was. was it? Right between the eyes. Boom, shot. He went down in a heap. I was like, great. I was like, fuck that guy. Oh, he was like, I mean, it was it was like, he, he was like the, the, the Joffrey and Ramsey Bolton of that show, Orange is New Black. I, I was so glad he died. And and the way he treated my homegirl, Reznikov, like, I don't care what anybody says. Yo, Red is the hottest chick in the game. Netflix be praised. Die, got it for me. Yo, Daya, yo, I gotta say, Daya still has my heart. Listen, Daya and Gloria. Oh, Gloria and her mother. All those, all the Dominicans. Oh, the oh, oh yeah, the Dominicans. Oh yeah, the the jailhouse Dominicans are awesome. Especially my my Gloria is my homegirl. She's my spirit animal. Like the way like she was like trying to tell Daya to like to step up to take responsibility for her actions, and Daya ultimately she fessed up to shooting the dude, shooting the home dude Humphreys. Yeah. And who who definitely died in, who suffered very painfully by might I add, very good, and uh, and uh, she she's in Max now, uh, but I gotta say, Daya's mother is a stone cold c word. No, I mean I, I gotta say, she looks good, but her mother has an ugly ass personality. Oh my god, it's just loathsome. Yeah. Oh my. God. See why? Yeah. Just, just, just horrible—a horrible mother, just a basically a, a, a rather unpleasant and repugnant human being. She looks good, but man, inside she's a wretch. Yeah. Oh, ugh. But, uh, but speaking of uh, uh, jailhouse Dominicans, how about uh, Maritza and Flaca, though? Oh yeah, they moved up the ranks so high. Yeah, so high. They had their more Maritza than Flaca, but like. Mm-hmm. Like they had their YouTube channel, their makeover makeup uh, channel, yeah. which they started. Oh man, they, they they you know what that kind of showed like if they were if they were just regular folks, not inmates, they would have blew up on YouTube. Yeah, 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 man. But I gotta say, yo, yo, I mean, I I like the chemistry between those two, you know, you know, and uh, especially Flock with the with the cat, the cat makeup. Oh yeah, that's her. Yeah, that's her. Like 
Yeah, that's her thing. Yeah. She's like she's had that since she's been on the show. Yeah. And uh yeah, and and you know what, I won't lie, I kinda got choked up when they at the at the end when the when the inmates got split off in the in those into those buses and then Maritza and Flaca got split up. Oh yeah. She's like, I love you, you'll be my best friend. And I was like <clears throat> Yeah, I knew you was gonna I, I was I didn't cry at that moment, but I choked up. Man. I choked up because it was like, man, you saw how tight they were. They were tight friends. They they had this YouTube channel. They were blowing up. You know, okay. they were getting popularity. And and to see the 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 wonderful chemistry between these two jailhouse Dominicans get split off. But did you have to cry? I didn't cry though. I got choked up. I got a lump in my throat, but I didn't cry. There was no tears shed. But. Man, I I, I I I felt something, man. If you didn't feel something, you're a monster. You're a horrible human being. I'm gonna say all that. I was like, wow, that's a sad moment. And I kept it moving. Like any other human being. I kept it moving too, but I mean that, that moment just got to me though. Can, 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 yo, yo, can I be about my feelings, man? Let me be about my feelings. It's just a show. It it's not just a show, all right? There's there's themes at work. There's 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 everything. It's it's everything. But anyway, um, what 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 are some other uh, good good great moments? Oh, uh, one thing before I didn't mean to cut you off there, but uh, I gotta say when the Diaz flashback, the 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 actress who looked just like her, I was like, yo, I was like, cause I was thinking to myself, yo, the the, the young Diaz in her flashback, I was like, did they, did they just like CG her face? Did they give her like the Michael Douglas Ant Man treatment? Turns out it's actually her daughter. It's, it's, yeah, it's Diaz's real daughter. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Striking resemblance, like one hundred percent. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, crazy eyes. Yeah, Suzanne, man, crazy eyes. I felt for her too. That's man. when I, at that moment I was like, okay, they need the guards back because like she's about to lose it. She mm. she's went without her meds yep. and the whole. And I've seen people go without their meds. It's not pretty. Yeah, cause like, so. cause like she needs her routine. Exactly, yeah. and they took that away from her, so she was like lost. Yeah, it was. She was. I I felt sorry for they her. They literally had to drug her, and she got up like, okay, what's up? Mm-hmm. Yep, they had to bring her down from that cloud. But man, yo, any other uh, uh moments from the show that that stand out or oh. characters moments? Gloria, I felt for Gloria. Mm. Oh yeah, because of her son. Yeah. Yeah, her son was uh, hospitalized. And, like, she was like, listen, I, I got to do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she just, she was doing it mm-hmm. by releasing the hostages little by little, but then it just backfired on her, and she just, and I was like, oh, man. I was I was really rooting for Gloria. Yeah, me too. And it turns out, it turns out that her son was okay. After yeah, all. which yeah. I mean, which is always good. But I still, I would, I would have loved to see her see a scene with her reunited for her son, even yeah. if it's just furlough for like a, a day or so. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And um, I will say though, uh, there was one element about the show that I didn't, I wasn't feeling. I, it made me really uncomfortable. In fact, um, the whole weird dynamic between um, uh, Pensatucky or a Doggett. Yeah. And that one dude, that one CO who raped her uh, yeah. last season. Yeah, it's, uh, like, it's a who's it's a forgiveness thing. Uh, what was his name? Um, I can't even tell you. Man, I'm trying. To, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to look up this the, this dude's name. I, f- I forgot his. It's like they got back at him, but he still doesn't. They get, They did get back at him. They just didn't know. It. Yeah. Well, but it's he just don't remember it because they drugged him. Yeah. And they, they sodomized him. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. And, and he doesn't know it, and he still likes her. 
Yeah, but here's the thing about that whole. I think their whole relationship really almost crosses the line because their forgiveness is one thing, mm-hmm. but some things are unforgivable. And yeah. and you know, I'm, I'm I I mean, and I want to be careful here because I'm not. I don't want to speak for you know people survivors of rape or sexual assault. But when you have that character going through what she did with the hands of this particular CO, and then she forgives him. And then, like at the at the very one of the last moments of the of the whole season was where she goes into that house in, in the woods, not too far from Litchfield. And then the guy comes home, and then they they, they just settle down on the couch, chilling, watching TV like a regular couple. Yeah, it, that made me real uncomfortable, dude. Yeah, it's that it's that whole forgiveness thing. Uh, I don't I don't know about that. It's like some people can do some people can do it. Other people can't. It's like. It's like forgiving your. I mean, it's like forgiving your abuser is one thing, but then like still seeing them, still being cool with them. Nah, I can't. I can't get with that. No, I, I hear you. Like I said, yeah. I got some petty in me. Yeah. I would have been done. I would have been done after after he'd been sodomized. I would have been done after that. Yeah, but but yeah, but aside from that, pretty testy element of the show, man. I gotta say, season five was pretty brilliant, no, and you just got two more. Oh, there's two more seasons. Yeah. Wow, man. You know, I'm interested in seeing how they're going to pull off the last two seasons, especially with the inmates being split off. Um, That's what I'm looking forward to. Like, I don't, like, I just really can't, I don't know. I don't know what can, where it could go. Mm. The only thing I have to do is just sit here, think of, think up some fan theories, mm-hmm. listen to other fan theories. Yeah. And just wait and watch and see what they do. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Maybe if they'll like split it off, like between like prison A and prison B, and they'll find some way to get them back together, or something like that. Somehow it will be because they're gonna have to re- like somewhat rebuild Litchfield. Yeah, that's true. They tore that shit up. Yeah, and plus we gotta get uh, we gotta get Reznikov back on there. We gotta get the the jailhouse Dominicans back together, especially Marita and Flaca, my homegirls, Bays for life. You know, we we we, we gotta get back together, man. You really need to do some push-ups. <laughs> uh, you really do. Can you do push-ups? Of course I can do push-ups. Well, listen, speaking of which, I do planks, all right? I do planks. And I, and I, and just, just and, as good. Yeah, part of my DDP yoga. And I, and I drink smoothies. I make smoothies every day. I'm on my health kick, son. Okay. All right, good. Me too. Yeah. I've been a gym rat. All right. Uh, but uh, eating that fast food is kind of counterproductive, don't you think? Not really, because I'm trying to gain the weight. Okay, all right. So. All right, cool. But uh but yeah, Orange is the New Black season 5, man. Can't wait for season 6. And uh whatever your thoughts are of the show, send us send us your thoughts our way at codexprimepodcast at gmail.com. That's codexprimepodcast at gmail.com and direct your hate mail to this guy here. Sure, why not? I'll take it. All right. Any mail is good mail. All right. Yeah. All right, so this week's question of the week um from last week's Victor's Corner, my apologies, by the way. Uh, work schedule sucks. Yeah. All right. What was your favorite film of 2017 so far? Mm. So on our Facebook page, uh, shout out to those who follow, Nick Quintrini. I'm, I have a feeling I say his name wrong, so <laughs> please correct me because mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a huge supporter of the show. Big ups to him. So he says, I've only seen the top three, which is on our on our social media pages and it's really hard to pick they were all great they were all great but Guardians 2 was was one that had that had the most going on and it 
was the perfect mix of funny, entertaining, and at times sad, especially when Starlo's dad told him what he did after they played the space catch. Hmm, okay, Guardians 2. So then my cousin, Ashley Scott, shout-outs to her, said, Guardians 2, Wonder Woman, and John Wick 2, definitely at the top of the pack. And uh, Aris Burgesson, who we always called Real Aris, <laughs> he said, Logan, not even close. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll co-sign that. Okay. So on our Instagram, now I got to go back to it. Wait, wrong post. Okay. On our Instagram, mm-hmm. Ran- Random Ramblings with Rob says Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. That's what's up. Good choice. The resident supervillain. Love seeing Rock Deflect, Harmless Bean Bags, and Kick a Torpedo, but Wonder Woman still wins. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Just a Concussion. I freaking love her Instagram. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Says Wonder Woman, but only because it was an original script. Otherwise, it would have been Beauty and the Beast. Hashtag awesome girls. Okay. And she didn't use a hashtag. She, put hashtag, she wrote out hashtag awesome girls. Okay. All right. So this week's question of the week. Name a movie that you can quote word for word. Oh, man. Quote word for word? Well, um, let's see. Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, uh, Coming to America. Those are just the the four off the top of my head. Yeah, I would have to say uh, Coming to America, Lion King, Mm. Wayne's World, the first one. Damn. Yeah, those are the few off the top of my head. Harlem Nights. No, I can't quote. I can't quote Harlem Nights. Yeah, good guy, because that movie's garbage. I love that movie. That movie's amazing. No, it's not. But I would, I would have to say, yeah. Um, those are some of the few. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, off the top of my head. So yeah, hmm. let us know what movie can you quote word for word. That'll be up on our that'll be up on our social media handles within a day or so. So um, yeah, let us know, or you can just simply gmail email us at codexpinepodcast at gmail Anything else? Any final thoughts? Um, yeah, and you can also catch all of our episodes on Facebook Live as well as SoundCloud and YouTube and iTunes, and you can find us all over the social medias on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and uh, give us a five star review on iTunes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely help us out a lot. Oh, and also, you can check me out this Saturday. I will be DJing at the Will Blackman um, football camp. It's a one-day-only camp for ages 7 to 14. Free, by the way. And um, if you have any you know, young kids who are playing football and you have a chance to learn from a uh, actual NFL player, a Super Bowl champion at that, mm. um, you can email at email. De- DebWineRight1 at gmail.com. Okay. And that's in order to register and she can provide all the information. And in. so, yeah, I'll be there all day. Even if you just want to come out and just say, just say what's up, you know, I'll be there all day spinning everything. Word. Hey, that's so, what's yeah. up on the ones and twos. Nah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, thank you for watching and thank you for listening. Uh, you can catch us next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Uh, next week, uh, we will be talking about Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes, looking forward to that. Yeah, so fingers crossed. Hopefully it's good. It's going to be good. Yeah, I think it'll be better than Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Those were actually good. 
I actually like those. Eh, one was okay. But I didn't see two, but I heard two was horrible. I didn't th- I'm going to say it was horrible. I, I had fun watching it. Okay. I found it enjoyable. All right. Fair enough. We'll leave it at that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we will catch you next Wednesday. So, peace out, nerds. Later. <laughs>